told them that they will do mighty things. And yesterday we understood that ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit is come on you. So power comes to give you a force by which work is able to be done. For instance, in this room, depending on the voltage and current that enters this room, it will determine what device can come on. Naturally, say, a viasia yabaya no, a ye two mina, yankupon de maya, yet me de ye adie. Inti, say, yet is a sorry dying one. Say, lightning be a dim, and I say, inti me, bright ye ya. Naturally, say, power never dying the moon esa. So, most of the things you are struggling to see come to pass in your life. It's not God who lied. It is limited power to make God's word come to pass. Hallelujah. If you hear this thing, it will will help. That is why he said, in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, Thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is him that gives power to make wealth. Making money is not a physical agenda. physical effort. Because like I said, if money is a spirit, your physical action is to allow an opportunity for manifestation. But without the spiritual release, you will labor and labor and not see profit. Is somebody following what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Now, this power has two components by which it comes about. To me, you know, Jesus to say, Moon train our Jerusalem. Nasamu train now. home to me, you know, Tarry until. Somebody say, Tarry until. Somebody say, Tarry until. Now, when Jesus was speaking, he had shown his three disciples. James and John and Peter, this principle. Bible said Jesus carried them to the mountain. And as they began to pray, his garment began to change. Then Bible says, everywhere around him began to also change. So after that experience, he now gives the command to the disciples. You two, go and tarry until. Somebody say tarry until. Say, tarry until. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Do you not know, have you not read, that the most high God, he is neither faint, nor does he get weary. And there is no section of his understanding. But he giveth power, verse 29, to them that are faint, and increaseth might, to him that has no strength. He said, they, he said, oh, chakaba, saba, verse 30. See what verse 30 said. He said, they will run and be weary. The youth will faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord. They that wait. Jesus said, tarry. Isaiah said, wait. Ay, 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 ay. Praise the Lord. I will show you something in the Bible right now. 
If you don't know how to wait, you cannot provoke supernatural manifestation. We are too in a hurry for God. Too in a hurry. That's why we are not seeing many miracles. They came to Jesus' mother. And they said to Jesus' mother that the wine at the feast is finished. Then in John chapter 2, he said to the son, son, uh, the people's wine is finished, so can you do something about it? And the son said to the mother, Jesus, my time is not up. Now, in English, but what God was trying to tell us was this. Son, no, no. Jesus, he did 12 now, or call, I sorry, He said, don't you know I'm about my father's business? Now, for 18 years, there is no recorded miracle of Jesus, but it is in the Quran. Other books records that Jesus did miracles. In fact, in the Quran, the surah, it says that in surah Maryam, it said that Jesus Christ formed a bed out of clay. So even the Quran says Jesus created a bed out of mud. But in the history of the Jews, you know, no, I must not marry to Jesus a foster. A man son, into century we are best all year no, as all chain. Into Jesus a baby be say a man son, a man son. Into a man na ma me catcher or basse. A sanasa into sa ye baby wo hono. Or no so tone ma me kasa na or catcher na no odi nyelo. Say ma a man son. This is the reason why it's as if he said. It's not time, but he still did a miracle. I don't know if you get it. Oh, did you get that? He said, my time is not yet. So how come in just 30 minutes, he still turned water to wine? He was using the same phrase the mother was using all the time to stop him from manifesting his glory because it was not yet time. So when the mother said, this is the time, then he said, bring me pots. But the mother went to tell the disciples, the, the servants of the house, something very powerful. He said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Please, these statements I've made, I want you to take note of. When it comes to supernatural manifestation, I just showed you yesterday and today the inability to manifest your testimony is not God who lied. It is insufficient power. Because every year now we see dying. Bedu bebi nwaka. We see kasema ye bibi kakra. Nache se tumia ye dinye sikano. Esu abbafom. Esu abrasi. So you need extra power to do it. That is why yen nyanu ma omunsum nyankopono. So muko edrusua, omu obibi omuka so omuko miem. But Christopher mia yo tuni we don't increase our power. The last power you got was the last time the Holy Ghost fell on you. The last power charge you got, ewam eyemia honkonkon esane wosua, wokasa akasa hodro. Enwanu no, there's no further charging. That is why there's limitations in your life. But tonight, may God give you the grace to wait. May God give you the grace to tarry. Because he gives power 
to the faint. And strength to him that has no might. Hallelujah. So what then is in this power? What then is in this power? Um, I'll be a little technical a little bit. But just follow me. So what kind of Bible our Johanna Sam Etinsiano. I will say not just as a preacher, you see the story in Matthew 14. And after he preached, he realized that people were tired because they've left town to the wilderness. And so when they got there, after preaching, he said, The people are tired. Let's find something for them to eat. And John 6 said, he asked Philip, Is there anywhere we can get bread? He said, Sir, there's no bakery around here. In fact, even if there's a bakery, 200 pennyworth is not enough to feed these people. But the Bible said Jesus Christ himself knew what to do. That means if he knew what to do, he was not asking a question for information. He was asking a question to reveal their hearts to themselves. Then Thomas also came and said, Sir, we have seen a boy. And he has five loaves of bread and two fish. It is not enough. Somebody said we don't have enough money. Somebody said now that we have the bread, the bread too is not enough. And Jesus smiled and lifted it up to the heavens and gave thanks. And when he gave thanks, the Bible said he told them to tell them to sit down. And then do you know what happened? Jesus was holding the bread. And when he broke the bread... They will come and take the bread from his hand and go and come back. The baskets came in when they were gathering left over. The baskets didn't multiply bread. It is his hand that multiplied the bread. So as long as they were taking the bread from the hand, they were feeding. They go and they come back to Jesus. Your problem is the last time you took bread from his hand, you thought the basket was doing the miracle. So when you came to the basket, it's still empty. But Jesus is saying, if you can tarry and come back to my hand, the miracle will multiply. It will multiply. It will multiply. It's in his hand. It multiplies. It's in his hand. So what is the secret today? Yesterday I mentioned it in person. That God created us to worship by looking. God created us to worship by looking. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Hebrews 12, verse 2. He didn't say looking at Jesus. A lot of Christians are looking at Jesus. We are admiring Jesus. But he said looking unto. Unto means he is your supply. Unto means he is your deliverance. Not just that you are expecting something. You are looking at his admiration. Powerful. But if you don't look onto, the miracle supply will be seized. Looking onto Jesus. So how then does this work? Any senior, or is the way by which a person enters the spirit. Your seeing and your hearing. Daddy, there's something they call social media. 
We have made it a noun. But it's two words that have come together. One is an adjective. And the other is a noun. Social media. So media is the plural of medium. That means social media is not an end. It's a means. Now to say, I have an internet, you know. And yet, when some trim yeah, what's up? What's a Facebook? No, 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 no. Inside that social media is the end. It is a YouTuber, who Facebooker, who Instagrammer. Yeah, will be a friend who feed. So whatever you are watching, whatever you are looking at, is feeding you. Because you were designed to feed on what you see and what you hear. Hey. <laughs> what you are seeing and what you are hearing is the reason why some miracles have stopped in your life. And Peter, Matthew 14, saw the wind. So the miracle of walking became a, a disaster of sinking. What you are seeing will determine whether you have a miracle. What you are hearing, oh, 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 to determine whether, don't do a mistake. Don't make a mistake. He said, he that walketh with a fool shall become a fool. Why? He doesn't have to teach you how to fool. As you hear foolish talk, foolishness will enter your spirit. Iron sharpens iron. Good or bad, it is sharpening you. <laughs> Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. The day I saw this, eh, I understood why Jesus didn't walk with everybody. I understood why there's a stage you come into God. God even separates you for some people. Because what you are seeing and hearing can affect you. Second Peter, chapter 2, the verse number 7. Look at what he said. There is a gentleman they call righteous Lot. He was vexed with filthy conversation of the wicked. Verse 8. How? For the righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing something was happening to his spirit. Your faith comes by hearing and hearing not the statements of the news, but the word of God. So the less of word of God you have, Every confidence is a fake faith. It's not faith. Faith comes from the word. It comes from the word. Hearing. Seeing and hearing. Someone say, Father, give me a seeing eye and a hearing ear. Somebody say, Father, give me a seeing eye and a hearing ear. Let me also worry your theology a little bit. Now, faith is not doing something for God to do something. That is the antithesis of faith. He said, by faith, through grace, are we saved, not by works. If you say, I have to do something for God to do something, it is works, not faith. Faith is seeing what has been done and responding 
that it is really done. That is faith. Otherwise, any kind of faith like this will make you tired after a while. Have you seen many Christians go like, I believe, I believe, I believe. Why? Because they think they are doing something. That's why they have faith. That's why I like that tree song. I say, why maybe sudden I done any me. Can you help me sing it? So when I come to say Lord in the name of Jesus, I know why maybe sudden I done any sing it, just sing it. That's what Hebrews 11, 6 says. If you believe, you must come. Knowing that he is. And he will reward you once you come. But if you come and you are not sure. And you are, will God do it? Matthew 8 problem. He said, Lord, I know you are powerful. But whether you are willing, I'm not sure. I know you have the power. Because I've seen you heal people. But are you willing? Jesus said, I am willing. I am willing. If you are coming in faith, you must know he has done it. That is why many times you pray to God, you hear him say, it's finished. You hear him say, you are healed. And you are still in pain. And you are asking God, why are you telling me he's healed? Why are you telling me it is well? Why are you telling me it is finished? And the problem is still there. The problem is seeing. You can't see what is done. No wonder when he came to Abraham in Genesis chapter 13 after Lot had departed he said to Abraham, Abraham now lift up your eyes, look round about you, northward, southward eastward, westward, everything you can see I give to you the land was all along there sir, but he had not yet seen it, he had not yet seen it do you know in the same regard in Genesis chapter 22 he goes to sacrifice his son Isaac and whilst he's going, he's prophesying without realizing what he's saying. He said, God will provide for himself. He didn't say, he said, God will provide not for himself, but God will provide himself as the lamb. So God is not going to necessarily put an animal there. He is coming as the animal. He is providing himself as the lamb. And whilst he's about to kill this boy, as he lifts out the cutlass, God said, boy, don't touch the son, the boy. Look at your back. There is a ram. It means the goat, the ram, was already there. But Abraham's eyes could not see it. Hagar was in the desert. She was crying after they had sucked her. Oh, and Bible said they were weary of life. They were thirsty. And she began to weep. And an angel appeared. And he said, I have heard the cry of the boy. And he said, we are thirsty. He said, open your eyes. See. There was water there. But they couldn't see. Oh, no wonder the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 42, the verse 18, he said, open your ears, O ye deaf. Open your eyes, O ye blind. Who is my servant? He that is blind. Who is, he said, he, who is my servant? He that is deaf in hearing many things and seeing many things he does not observe. Verse 20. That means we are living as Christians and we are blind. We can't see the opportunity. We can't see that when Goliath came, your throne is behind Goliath. That your boss that is harassing you. If you defeat him, your promotion is waiting. But you can't see. 
That marriage that looks like our Rena Bibisano. With what you see. Ha. Akolana ufi said, Nyami, oh, I said, Nyamia Jao, Nyamia Paba, Nyamia Jasem Namamao, and this boy is smoking, this boy is chasing women. Ewa huhumu, Nyami Piawenia, who goes a apostle, ne, yes, sir. Because Emna, Nyami be free Peter. Peter Nankasa, after he was saved, he said, Because of Z, I persecuted the church. I killed many Christians who were after the way. But Galatians 1 15 and 16 says, when it pleased God, who separated me in my mother's womb to reveal Jesus Christ. So that was God's plan all along. But the man grew, killing Christians. This is what Paul said. God had already chosen him in his mother's stomach. But his physical life was opposite what God has given. That's your child that seems stubborn. If you only saw the grace of God on your life, you will not complain again. You will go on your knees and say, Father, let that glory manifest. May God give you a seeing eye. May God give you a hearing ear so that you can understand that the pestilence is just a distraction from your glory. There's a glory ahead. No wonder, like that scripture he says, he said he endured the shame of the cross. Why? Because there was a joy that was set before him. Jesus saw beyond the cross. So he was ready for the cross. May God open your eyes that you might see. Because you see, when your eyes too are not open, Revelation 3 come into play. He said, oh, I have one thing against you, church of Laodicea. You think you have, but you have not. You think you are clothed, but you are naked, from verse 14 to 20. You think you are doing well, but you are failing. He said, I counsel thee to solve, that ye may anoint your eyes, that ye may see. I counsel thee to buy of me fine linen, that ye may be clothed to cover your nakedness. So when you don't have a seeing eye, while you think you are doing well, you are actually failing. But when you have a seeing eye, when you are failing, God is rather smiling. You are enduring, my boy. Good work. You are in tears, but God said, Overcomer, <laughs> you have failed, but God said you kept the faith. You, 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 you lost the family member, but God said, Thank you for not giving up. And all of that is praise to His name. If you don't have a seeing eye, there will be a problem in activating the manifestations of the supernatural. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. But how can I get this seeing eye in John 20? Jesus has died and he resurrected. The Bible says, sorry, you know. Early morning, verse 1. And early in the morning, before dawn, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb of Christ. But the Bible says, when she got there, the stone was already taken away. So she quickly ran, in verse 2, to Peter and the disciple whom the Lord loved and told him, they have taken our Lord. They have taken our Lord. So quickly, Peter, in verse 3, and John began to run. Now, Peter was running ahead of John. But when Peter remembered he has denied Jesus, the Bible said he slowed down. Because, mm, see, a guilty heart, is, it makes you have guilty feet. <laughs> His feet became heavy because he has to remember that, mm, the last time we, I saw him, I denied him. So, the Bible said he slowed down. Then John bypassed him. And John entered the tomb. And John went to see that, ah, there's nothing here. The, the napkin on his head has been folded. And his, then Peter also entered. And when Peter entered and saw, the Bible says in verse 9 and verse 10, as soon as they saw, they stood up and went away again. 
See what he says. And the disciples went away again to their own home. 11. But Mary. But Mary. Look at this. Mary came first. Went to call these two guys. When they came, they just came to inspect and went home again. But Mary stayed. That's why she was the first to see Jesus. What it means is this. If you don't learn to stay, you might not see him. It is Mary who stood and waited. And said, though we didn't see him, I'll still wait. And as she was waiting, as she was waiting, and she was crying, Bible says, a man passed. And he said, why are you weeping? He said, you have taken my Lord. And he said, Mary. And he said, Rabboni. And her eyes were open. In other words, if you don't learn how to tarry, there are some encounters you'll never have. First Samuel chapter 3, the verse number 3, the Bible says, and the lamp went out in the temple. And Samuel, the child, lay by the ark and slept. <laughs> so where Samuel was sleeping was by the ark of God. So the voice came quickly to him, Samuel, Samuel. If he's not sleeping by the ark, he will not hear God's voice. Your problem is not that God is not talking. You are at the wrong location. Wait. Wait. For 40 years in the camp and the tent of Jethro. And one day, Bible says he was going in verse 1 and went to the backside of a desert. You see, this is a very remarkable statement. A forest, the end of a forest is a desert. But Bible says Moses went beyond a desert. What is there? It means beyond the end, the end of a forest. Say, Ura, uh, your friend is saying, you enter a forest now. The end of a forest now is trees that are dying. It becomes a desert. Then he now enters a desert. And Bible says, at the end or the backside of the desert, where there is nothing, there was a tree. And that was actually horrible. Look at what verse 2 said. Verse 2 said, I say verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared like a flame of fire and was burning and was not consumed. Not just a buffalo no bar, you know, or shall that be a show? Show now, no, you know, ever verse three. I said, verse three. 
Verse 3 says, and Moses said, ah, what is happening? Lord, can say, Into Moses said now, because he's in the desert, lightning will strike a tree and it will catch fire. But this time around, the tree was burning but was not consumed. So Bible said he was walking and said, I will turn aside and see what is happening here. <laughs> and Bible said when he turned aside, when the Lord, listen to this language, this is what I want you to see. So that he had turned aside to see, he now called him out. It means that God is waiting for you to forget your distraction and turn to look at him. And when he says you have turned aside from that scarcity, you have turned aside from that sickness, you have turned aside from that difficulty at your office, you have turned aside from that difficulty problem in your marriage, then he will call you out and start talking. So if you keep getting distracted, you cannot blame God when you are not getting a testimony. Everything is getting your attention except him. He must get your attention. Full attention. You are not praying for a car. You came for him. Why? Seek ye first. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added. Don't seek other things and think what should be sought will be added. God is not an addition. God is the seeking. The additions are your car. The additions are your marriage. The additions are your children. God is not an addition. Because why? Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God. Not at the end. In the beginning, God. God is not at the end. God is not at the corner. He is at the beginning. Colossians 1, 15 and 16. It pleased him that in all things, he should have preeminence. God should have the first place. God should be the firstborn. God should be number one in your life. So in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Unto God is everything. Unto God is all you are looking for. You will not see his hands in your life. You must see him first. That's why Mary said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Because when you see him, miracles will start working. Oh, to start. Oh, to start. No wonder when Moses prayed, he said, I don't want your angel. You must go with us. Because when you go with us, something will happen. Tonight, God said, pray for their healing. I don't know who is believing for healing. But God told me when I was coming. He said, pray for their healing. And do you know how the healing is going to work? The Hebrew word for healing is the word Rapha. 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 And Rapha in the Hebrew means relax and let go. So Rapha means relax and let go. The reason why you're not being healed is, this is how you talk. This is my leg. Hmm. You are not even relaxed about it. Many testimonies people get, they go home and they begin to check and say, Hey, what's what I do with you? Nothing I mean, who said? Why? Whilst the service was going on, you forgot that you had a problem. Why did you forget? You turn aside. And you look. And as you look, 
He took it away. So by the time you got home, though you are healed, the healing is not the issue. God spoke to you. That is mightier than your healing. <laughs> this is how miracles happen. That's how miracles happen. That means he wants to heal us. He wants us to walk in miracles. But sometimes we look at the thing too much. I learned one thing about pain. Grieving. And uh, having a wound. And in the science I learned, a little bit of the science I learned, Monsieur said, See, a preachy say, No, be where you are, Mua. Cassa now can you now, auntie? And I said, Come with you, Bia. I come. Make us a big come. A come. The FWA daily best seven times. Wing, wing, wing. Make us a now say, Suffer yen tem niam pong. Now me fufu will be air. It's like pain. So one day I did a test. I sat in a meeting and I started pinching myself. I realized that though my ears and my eyes were looking at what was being said, my mind was not there. My mind came to my hand that I was pinching. Then the Lord said something remarkable to me. He says, do you see? Satan cannot stop what I have done for you. But he can distract you from receiving what is yours. That's why he brings you heartache. He brings you disappointment. So that you forget the goodness of God. And you focus on your problem in the present. So you can't receive because things are bad. But the better one has brought you great things. But he's making you think life is all about the pain you are feeling in 10 minutes. But it's beyond this. Relax, let's go. God will touch your boy. God will heal your, God will heal your child. God will bring them back to Jesus. Stop interrupting God. Casting your care. So this is what we do. He said, oh, I love this scripture so much. First Peter chapter 5, the verse number 6. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will lift you up. Verse 7, casting your care. You see, he put colon there. Colon. Oh, yeah, yeah, English. Go to verses. I said, then humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he shall exalt you in due time. Colon. Not to say in context, no. In context, humility is verse 7 because he's continuing. Verse 7, casting your care. So anytime you want to handle your problem without God's enterprise, you are proud. That's what the scripture is saying. If you don't cast your care on God, it's pride. It means God does not know how to solve your problem. You, you are better. But when he said cast, it's like drop your dress in the laundry basket. And walk away. Don't come and look at it. Because the hotel said, when you put your dress in the laundry basket, they will come and wash it. But do you know what we do? That's when you drop the bus, the listen. sorry, I'm sorry, you know, say, Radi. Ah, my bones, I'm running a chair. But Michelle, could you ask me one young year until the me friend could you want? Me, I'm a friend could you not? Many could you ask him on a watch? Then you call Kojo, then the pain becomes worse. Then you start with me, Radi, Radi, Michelle, Radi, Jimmy, where they're my pimp. Then you drop it. That's why your problem has delayed. Because you, think you keep interfering. So when the laundry service is coming for your garment, 
You have taken it to wear it again. They can't wash it. Casting your care. That means the day you say, Lord, I've left this matter. Tell God with all humility, I will not even pray about it. The best I will do is thanksgiving. I give thanks. It's done. I give thanks. Lord, if you don't want to do it, disgrace yourself. I'm, I'm continuing my life. <laughs> that is the realm by which God will do something dangerous in your life. Hear me. It's time to tarry. And when I say tarry, I'm not saying go for a seven-day retreat. No. I'm saying every 30 minutes, every one hour you do morning devotion, phone should be off. All your mind and attention on God so that you can see, you can hear, your spirit can be enlarged. Angels are around here. The difference is you are not seeing them. And why are you not seeing them? You are not focused. You are not focusing on them. You are focusing on we should close them. But in the spirit, things are happening. And tonight, God is ready to do many things for you. If you are only ready to see. Can your eyes see? Can your heart understand? And this is the scripture that scared me the most. Why I said this is important. Matthew chapter 13, verse 15. And then we pray. Do, 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 do. I see somebody with a, a lung infection. It's like, I don't know, there's something about your, your breathing, respiratory issue, something about your lungs. Before we leave here, as I'm speaking right now, oh yes, one of them is online. The fire of God will go through your lungs, I'm telling you. Uh, it appears sometimes like a sinus problem. As a sinusitis, as a, your nose gets blocked easily, you can't breathe well. But before we leave this meeting, I see God putting his hand into your chest. I, it's like a heat. A shubibe fat wakukum. It will pass through it and clear it permanently in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. For the people's hearts, is waxed gross, and their ears dull of hearing, and their eyes have closed, lest at any time. This English means that for fear that at any time, if they will see and hear and understand with their heart, then they will be converted and God will heal them. Your healing is not a timetable on God's chart. Your healing is connected to the day you see, the day you hear, and the day your heart can believe. That means you are the one that has divided your manifestation. When salvation came, your healing was in salvation. Do you even know why? At a crusade, you are healed. You see people coming, I'm healed. There are sometimes you hear at a crusade, before they preached, People were walking. How come? They didn't need to be saved, but they were healed. Muslims come to Christians for healing, but they still go to the mocks. Why? He was beaten before he was crucified. Crucifixion is for salvation. His beatings was for healing. 
So even before Jesus died, if Jesus didn't even die, once he took stripes, your healing was bought. It was bought. So it means in Christ, healing is the basic. It's the basic. That's why I say healing is the bread of children. You must see it. If you don't see it, it's like I have to, you don't need to, oh, 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 oh. It's not begging God. If you have a television and the television is not working, who has the problem? Is it the television or you watching it? Why wish I would even say for you, Papa? How? So you take it to the repairer. It's the same way. When God created you, Revelation 4, 11 and 12, he, will, he created you for his pleasure. So anytime God sees you sick, it disturbs him. So healing is God's method of repairing you so that he can enjoy your life. But if you make it, you have to beg God. God is punishing you. Heal. Aish, you are not seeing well. So you might never be healed. If you see, it will happen. If you can understand, it will happen. If your ears can hear, it will happen. That's why I'm preaching this to you today. Never be deceived at the preaching of the word. No. This is more potent than any prophecy. You know why? When we prophesy to you, you can get a miracle for a month. Or you can get a miracle in a certain life department. You can get a powerful job. But when you get sick, you need another prophecy. And that becomes a dangerous thing. But the day you see and understand, you say, ah, what, what is preventing? Ah, no, 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 no. What is preventing? Do you also know that even the Holy Ghost can fall on the people without they receiving Christ? It happened in the Bible. I was confused. Peter was preaching to Cornelius. The Bible said the Holy Ghost took the lead and fell. Do you understand fell? On the day of Pentecost, he came. Cornelius, he fell. He came means autonomous by. By no cry, he came with a rushing wind. Not just a falling was not even dangerous. Not just Peter cry was confused. Because in Peter's mind, these people will not speak in tongues. That's why he said in Acts 11, when he was reporting to the church, I supposed that God had something preserved for the Gentiles. Because he said, while well, I went to Cornelius' house, I preached. And all of a sudden, without me saying, Holy Ghost come, Holy Ghost took the lead and fell. So he took the lead and he fell. What am I trying to say? The day you got born again, you could have spoken in tongues. You could have been delivered. You could have worked in your healing. But your mind, what you can see, what you can hear, what you can understand said, oh, when I get born again, at Holy Ghost baptism, I'll receive tongues. And after three months, when I grow in God, I'll be healed. So you are the very person who has drawn the timetable for your deliverance. But all came the first day. It's called soteria. Sozo. Deliverance. Health. Wealth. It came the first day. It didn't come at different times. Salvation package is total. But you, until you see, until you hear, it does not become a reality. What am I saying today? If the ram was already on the mountain, that is why God said to most Abraham, I will show you the mountain. You will kill the boy. It means that mountain I will show you is where the ram is waiting. If you go to a different one, you might not get supply. So this one, there's something waiting there, but his eyes couldn't see it. That means the child of God, can you imagine the plenty deliverance, the plenty testimonies, the healings and miracles that are around you, but because you can't see 
you are living as if nothing is available. A man sat in the train, a, a, a ship, in the 1900s, when the Titanic had come and they were traveling by the sea. So it's not shame anymore. I say, and I do be a or no corner or the cabin biscuit in a in Sio Bako. I share the bag and put a man to not be too quiet. Now, quantum near basically two weeks. I was a person. No more quiet person, as they were on the sea. Every night, he would see people coming, leaving to their dinner, they'll go and eat and come back. And he was always in there. He said, Hey, I'm out for a scout. No more did he free say. In tell me, say, last but one night, you know, no more yet general announcement, say, uh, you do have, you know, basically say, order of disembarkment near the day. So the captain said, ah, young man, have you been in this ship? He said, yes. How long? He said, since day one. I said, how do you eat? He said, oh, I made the cabin biscuits near you, nearby. I said, oh, you never came to the dining. He said, I have no money. He said, oh, give me your ticket. The dinner is in your ticket. But because he does not know, he was surviving. The ticket to heaven you have, your money is inside. Your cars are inside. Your marriage is inside. Your children are inside. So why are you now talking to God as if you are begging for children? When he said, can I see your ticket? The day you got saved, you were delivered from the powers of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So because you can't see and hear, you are living as if God has not paid. You are like that boy hiding in your corner. Struggling every day. But the day you can see it, it will change a lot of things. May the Lord anoint our eyes that we can see what is available to us. What is available to us. As I'm speaking right now, diamond. A lot of angels are here. A lot. I'm telling you. The fear is leaving you. <laughs> the pain is vanishing the Lord is here he's working already you are getting confidence you are no more afraid again angels are working if the Lord does not make you see it oh can you lift your right hand to him? There's a song I want us to sing. Please forgive me. Um, usually I'm not the type of prophet that depending on what the Holy Spirit does is what I do. I don't do what my title is. I do what he says I should do. I'm telling you. And I want to show you eternal pathways to the place of excellence and peace of mind. Today, I want us to do one thing. Tomorrow God said, there's another key I should release for the supernatural. I mentioned it today, but I'll go more into it tomorrow. But today, how will I see? How will I hear? 
I have to tarry. Look at him. Forget the office. Businessman, when was the last time you have a prayer meeting? A lot of you are using God. He is not using you. You are using God. You are praying because you are a Christian. You have to pray. No. You have left that place of lava. You are now just a user. You use God like an ATM machine. No. You are a lover of God. That means that today, you want to come to a place where whilst you sing to God, everyone on your left, right, center, back, you don't see anybody again. Only God. Only God. Now, at your feet, oh Lord, is the most high. In your presence, Lord, I see your face. I see your face. Now, at your feet, oh Lord, is the most in your presence, Lord? I see your face, I see your face. There is no higher calling, no greater. distraction that has taken your focus from God. Jesus said, walk. You've been walking for years now. All of a sudden, you've forgotten that it is Jesus who said walk. And you are looking around. You are looking at your business. How far you have come. And the, the things you have. And you have started sinking. It's time to look at him again. Because you see, Peter was delivered. When he shouted to Jesus, help me. And Jesus held his hand. I was concerned, sir. Didn't Jesus see him sinking? Didn't Jesus see that his leg was entering the water? That means you can drown in front of him if you don't call for help. He will only come if you call for him. If you don't call for him, you want to do it yourself. So That's why you call on him. If you call on him, Bible said he what? Answer. If you don't call, no answer. It is only calling that will bring an answer. Tonight, this is how to provoke the next level of the supernatural. 
God, I need help. God, I need help. God, I need help in my marriage. I need help with my children. I need help with my business. Lord, I need help. The man wanted a miracle. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief so that I don't miss my chance. Whatever department of your life, you once were hot, you could see God's hand and it has stopped. Just ask for help. Daddy, I realized in the story of the kings, a woman came to the prophet Elisha and said, my husband in 2 Kings chapter 4 was part of the sons of the prophets, but he died owing and they've arrested all our children. And he said to the prophet, man of God, help us. That means that he was serving a man of God who could help him, but he never told the man, help us. So when he died, they arrested their children. It is the wife who had spiritual sense and said, sir, if we are quiet, we'll be in trouble. Help. Then the prophet said, ah, is that so? He said, bring me, bring me bowls, bring me vessels. And the moment the prophet brought it, they had a testimony. That means that mommy, if they only did this earlier, perhaps the man wouldn't have died of poverty. The man would have been alive and he would have been a rich man. But he was working for somebody and never realized what power the man carried to help him. Sometimes it is pride that makes us feel like we can't tell God, I need help. But be honest, you need help. God is your help. Ever-present help. Psalm 46, verse 1, in time of need. He is your ever-present help. Can we kindly stand to our feet? Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I want you to lift your voice. Tonight, I want you to lift your voice. Lord, I need your help. Lord, I need your help. Can you open your voice and pray right now to the Lord? Just open your voice. Lift your voice right now to the Lord. I need help. I want to hear you, somebody. I need help. Blind Bartimaeus heard Jesus was passing. Son of David, have mercy on me. <laughs> I need help. It's another key for the divine interference of God. I need help. 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 Father, I need your help. Lord, I need your help in my health. I need your help in my business. I need your help in my family. I need your help. Lift your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we need help. Lord, I need help. Lord.